solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, with this Friday installment of Locked On Texans, the daily podcast covering your favorite football team in the Houston Texans every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And as always, I'm your host, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston and the Texans wire Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24, along with my partner in crime, John. Today, once again, it's draft day, but this time the Texans get to join in on the fun. Finally, right? D- day two of the NFL draft yesterday uh, was actually very, very fun. There were some moves made throughout the draft that, you know, was head scratching t- to me. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, man, the way that they screwed over the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys, they switched picks and they went ahead and got Devontae Smith. I thought that was a uh, <laughs> I thought that was a pleasant surprise for the NFC East teams to kind of screw each other over. But I am Johnson Sports Guy Hickman. Happy to be back with you guys on a Friday edition of Locked On Texas, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. I uh, just want to kind of hit on a couple of things today. Don't have too much to actually talk about with the draft in itself. However, some moves that were made throughout the draft. So we're going to look at the draft. Uh, the first round, rather, as we gear up for rounds two and three later today, Houston Texans will finally pick, unless a trade happens, either in the third round, maybe they move up in the fourth round, I mean, the second round, or maybe they move back into the uh, fourth round and acquire more picks. So that's going to be very interesting for later today. However, definitely important to look at uh, Aaron Rodgers' trade request. He wants to be out of Green Bay. Does that do anything for the Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson and his trade market? You know, actually, in the past few weeks, we've mentioned the possibility of Deshaun and the San Francisco 49ers. They drafted Trey Lance. Uh, we've mentioned the possibility of what we've been talking about the entire time, not only here locked on Texans, but majority of the Houston media the Miami Dolphins. They have Tua Tagovailoa. They had their draft last night. So the trade market for Deshaun Watson at this time could possibly uh, be non-existent. That's something that is very important to look at. And the last part of this show, we're basically going to give our flowers to J.J. Watt briefly before we get out of here. Houston's greatest draft pick in franchise history. But, Cody, what were some things from the NFL draft this year started off yesterday that was kind of a head scratcher. I think for me, the number one was Panay Sewell not being drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, What we saw out of Joe Burrow last year, that atrocious offensive line and the way he didn't finish his rookie year, all signs pointed to them drafting the best offensive tackle coming out of college this year in the draft at number five. And they went with Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow's guy who he threw a lot of touchdowns to his last year at LSU, both of their last years at LSU, as Jamar Chase set out this previous season. I thought that was a uh, a head scratcher. You have to protect your, your franchise quarterback. 
And us being Houston Texan fans, we know a lot about that. You got to get him some type of protection. Um, to be honest with you, John and listeners, I wasn't too surprised by the Bengals going after Jamar Chase. And I said that because, and John, you basically just said that, you know, that was Joe Burrow's guy during that phenomenal season at LSU. And to me personally, I always felt like the Bengals were going to pick Chase because the connection between those two were too good yes you are supposed to protect your franchise quarterback and we saw that terrible offensive line did result in burrow's rookie season coming to a early end after he tore his acl however the biggest surprise to me was the atlanta falcons taking kyle pitts I thought for sure that this was going to be a team that would go out and draft a quarterback rather than be Justin Fields. And by the way, shout out to the Chicago Bears. Look like they finally got it right by taking Justin Fields. They traded up in order to get my guy. But I was real surprised by that move because, yes, Atlanta did come away with the best tight end in this year's draft. At the end of the day, this is a franchise that still has a lot of questions at quarterback because the Matt Ryan era in Atlanta is clearly over. As a matter of fact, it should have been over after they blew that 28-3 lead to the New England Patriots a few years ago. Yeah, overall, for me, the biggest head scratcher in the entire draft has to be the Oakland Raiders. I'm sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders. Drafting Alex Leatherwood with the 17th pick overall when Alex Leatherwood was a guy that you could have got later in the second round, early in the third round. Like nobody had him graded as a first round pick. He is a uh, he would he play left tackle for Alabama. He will be playing guard in the NFL. And if you draft a tackle in the first round that immediately is presumed to be switched over to a guard position. That speaks volumes of where that, you know, that draft grade will be towards the end of the draft when everything is said or done. I thought that was a terrible pick, not because of Alex Leatherwood as a player himself, but just, but just the other players that was available at the time. Uh, Jalen Phillips was available at the time. Kadarius Tooney was available at the time. Uh, Quiddy Pay was available at the time. Caleb Farley was available at the time. Christian Derrissaw, who is a, I believe it will be a very good tackle in this league, ended up going to the Minnesota Vikings. He was available. So they made the decision of choosing Alex Leatherwood at 17 when you could have got him a couple of rounds later. For one, it does prove some statements that I've been making about John Gruden and Mike Mayotte. I don't believe they know what they're doing with this team. John Gruden got 10 years, hasn't made the playoffs. Uh, every draft pick that he's drafted outside of Josh Jacobs really has not panned out to be much of a pro in the league. And there goes another pick where it's more than the head scratcher. That's like a, what the hell are you doing type of uh, draft. Shout out to your boy Q on Twitter, at your boy Q from the Locked On Raiders. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. The collection features high quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. 
If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at bluenow.com. Again, 10 by 10 only at bluenow.com. Continue with the NFL Draft with the Locked On Podcast Network that's partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Continue to get draft insight and analysis from the Locked On local experts and Draft Network's national experts as well. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch a live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft that started yesterday will continue through May 1st. And continuing with this Friday draft day edition of Locked On Texans, the news that Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay kind of sort of hijacked day one of the 2021 NFL draft. And John and listeners, when you take a look at the news that Aaron Rodgers um, is now unhappy with the Packers and you look at the moves that was made during the draft and even before the draft, it kind of lets me know that it's going to be even harder for the Texans to find a trade partner for Deshaun Watson because now that the first day of the draft is over, a number of those teams who was trying to position themselves for Deshaun Watson, you take a look at the Jets, the Dolphins, the Bears, the 49ers, those teams seems to be set at least for the time being. Then when you take a look at other teams as we stand right now on April 30th, 2021, you take a look at teams that might still kick the tires on a Deshaun Watson trade like the New Orleans Saints or the New England Patriots. I'm not too sure that those teams have enough to get the Texans to pull the trigger and trade Deshaun Watson to their organization. Then on the flip side, when you take a look at other teams who still might look to acquire a disgruntled quarterback, other teams like the Denver Broncos and even the Atlanta Falcons, I don't see a situation where they will go all in on Deshaun Watson knowing that A, you do not have the questions and the uncertainty surrounding Aaron Rodgers and B when you take a look at his age knowing that Aaron Rodgers is a little bit older there might be a situation where a team can make a trade for Rodgers and due to the fact that he is older than Deshaun they could possibly get him for a little bit cheaper I don't know I still think the the value for Deshaun Watson is, is still what it is regardless of what Aaron Rodgers um his request so let's look at the teams that drafted last night that would possibly been in the running for an Aaron Rodgers. The Raiders, I just talked about how, you know, bad of the draft. They started off with, with Alex Leatherwood. Uh, the Chicago Bears addressed their quarterback needs by trading up and getting Justin Fields. Shout out to them. You look around the league, uh, the Miami Dolphins and the 49ers addressed their quarterback need by going young with Trey Lance. So I still believe that there is a value for Watson. The same teams that was interested in Watson before the draft will still be interested in Watson after the draft. And, and, and if there's a trade that's going to happen, I believe it's going to happen in June. I don't agree with that, though, uh, because I, I stopped. I, well, so are we are we going to sit and wait for an entire year? I mean, and he's that, gonna be here because he's not playing for Houston. They will move on from him. Yeah, you're and gonna teams move will on make a from move him. For him. 
Yeah, you're going to move on from them, but a lot of these teams, like, and it goes back to what we talked about on yesterday. A lot of these teams, I do not see them still giving up fair value for Deshaun when you still don't know what's going to happen with this legal situation. And even if they settle, most of these teams, they, they are going to want to see what they have in these young guys. Like the New York Jets, they want to see what they have in Zach Wilson. The 49ers, they want to see what they have in Trey Lance. I, I keep telling you guys nearly every single day on Locked On Texans, the Miami Dolphins are set on tour at least for this Let's, season. Okay, so we've we've heard multiple times where teams come out and say, this is our guy, and still make moves for him. Those, those, if you have an opportunity to upgrade to Deshaun Watson, and I still believe the, the team – that will make the move for Deshaun Watson will be Miami. If but it won't be this year though. It won't we won't reap the benefits from it this year, possibly. But Watson will be gone. He's not gonna be in Houston past for what let's say this when when it's time for preseason to roll around or the first game of the year, Watson won't be in Houston. So that may be a situation where Whatever team is that they're trading them to, they're already in talks. They're having communication. They're possibly going to draft players for Houston along with players that they may have already on the roster. And I still I still think it's Miami. I, I'm not going to sit here and, and just believe that they're going to roll with Tua when they went 10-6 last year, mainly because of quarterback play of Ryan Fitzpatrick and there was times where Tua was very disappointed and underwhelming. You have the opportunity to get Deshaun Watson. So with Aaron Rodgers coming out and saying that he wants to move on and he's done with the Packers, which I don't blame him after the draft, their first draft pick last night, you still don't have out Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be gone. He wants out. Other teams out there in the league will still make moves, make a move for Aaron Rodgers. The number one team I can see making a move for Aaron Rodgers right now Without a shadow of a doubt, are the Las Raiders, Las Raiders, uh, sorry, Las, Las Vegas Raiders. They can move on from Derek Carr. And I believe that the match between Derek Carr and John Gruden has never been good. They're two different type of, of, of guys. And, and to Derek Carr's point, the stuff that John Gruden has done since he's been in town hasn't worked. And I've been either getting banged up or I've still been putting up good numbers. But I can see a, a union between uh, uh, Rodgers and a Gruden for Las Vegas. And that'll do numbers for numbers. Like those, as soon as people can go back to games, Las Vegas is going to be popping. But I still see the uh, a union between Miami and Deshaun. And let's also not forget, Teddy Bridgewater was traded for a six-round pick. If you have the opportunity to get one of those two quarterbacks, Teddy, we love you, but we just traded a sixth-round pick for you, a player that might have not even made the practice squad. You're done, plain and simple. So the value market value for Deshaun was already limited. Also got to look at Philly. They've already said that they're not going to uh, – Howie Roseman has said that they're not going to just flat-out say he's uh, – speaking of – um, Jalen Hurts, he's our starter. They're not committed to him. So if you have the opportunity to move on and get Deshaun Watson or, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers, you're going to do that. You're going to do it. These guys, these teams will trade 
They're not like the Texans where they could have had Peyton Manning and chose to mesh off. They got the opportunity to get these guys. These young guys won't matter unless you're the San Francisco 49ers or the Jets or the, you know, the Jags, those teams, but the teams that has pieces and can actually do something now, they're going to move on. And to your point, John, the teams that already have pieces and they're looking to win now, like a Miami, I'm not going to sit here and believe that they are not thinking, hmm, maybe we should go after Aaron Rodgers because one, because he's older, we could get him for a little bit more cheaper. And two, we could actually go for it now this season. We don't have to worry about making a trade for him. And then next thing you know, you get a notification from the league saying that the franchise quarterback that you just traded for is going to be suspended for the entirety of the 2021 season due to the stupidity that he did in Houston. I, that's why I'm sitting here thinking to myself that the trade market is not 100% gone, but it might be in a position where I would not be surprised if we are finally starting to talk about the trade for Deshaun Watson a year from now, because there's just too much uncertainty. You have teams that's in a win now position. You can go out, they can go out and get Aaron Rodgers. Then you got teams who, okay, let's just hold back for a year and see what we have in Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Um, Jalen Hurst tour like those teams they have time and just like I said on yesterday's show they still have the flexibility to wait it out and you mentioned the Denver Broncos from what was reported on yesterday the Broncos are really trying to get their hands on Aaron Rodgers so once again there goes another trade partner for the Texans Aaron Rodgers is 38 years old and is due over 30 was it 38 million dollars didn't the man year? just win MVP? Didn't he just yeah. lead a team to an NFC championship game? Yeah, he, so he you telling me Miami he, would not know, want he, to go out and get that with the weapons he, that they have? He, 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 he absolutely did. But he's not going to come cheap. He's but not going to he, come cheap at all. But he'll be cheaper than a 25-year-old star quarterback. What is Deshaun Watson's contract right now? But I'm and talking this, about draft aspects. Like, I'm, I'm talking about draft capital and stuff. The draft cap, Miami still has draft capital because they're going to give up players that they already have in next year's draft. Uh, and if they have the opportunity to get Aaron Rodgers, okay, so be it. And not you know, only let, let's let's not let's not let's not forget that the Packers so-called have their next franchise quarterback that they drafted last year. That's what they believe. Yeah, as, well, as well, to your point, that's what they believe. I agree. What I'm getting at is the market for Deshaun Watson was already limited to certain teams. And with those certain teams that it was limited to, like we, we already marked out the Jets. We knew the Jets was all in on Zach Wilson. We knew the 49ers was going to be all in on the quarterback that they uh, drafted tonight, whoever it was, because they just were, were not ready to um, make a trade for Deshaun or anybody at this point. They're all in. However, if even with the 49ers, if this team feels like they can get one of those two guys, Hey, Trey Lance, man, I'm glad we had you for a couple of months. You're going wherever we want you to go right now because we're getting a proven, already better player. So the market, as small as it is, teams will make a way for Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. And this is why I'm putting emphasis on I'll, if there's a trade to happen, it will be in the month of June for Deshaun Watson. That conversation does make for an interesting thought of what would be the odds of Aaron Rodgers possibly going to getting traded to a Miami or Deshaun getting traded to a Miami and they're swapping out quarterbacks. 
maybe San Francisco and they're swapping out quarterbacks. That conversation should make for some interesting odds where you can make some extra money at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, the NHL, and, of course, UFC and MMA action. Don't sit on the sideline anymore. Get into the game as your team prep for playoff runs. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online is your online sportsbook experts. Don't forget to use promo code Locked On. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, is Cam Newton still the plan at quarterback for the New England Patriots after Mac Jones was drafted last night? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And to close out this Friday installment of Locked On Texans, it is time for Johnny and I to unveil the number one player on our list of the 10. Unveil? We're not unveiling anything. We <laughs> are unveiling. We did a countdown from, from 10 to 1. Anything. Listen, we haven't... We... JJ Watt, everybody. Wow, you, you flowers. You supposed to let it build up. You can't just it's say the name. Up. Who knows? Maybe I probably would have said, um, I, I don't know, Titus you, Howard. You don't know. You don't know. It's because it's JJ Watt. It's just, no I could have said Titus Howard. I, I could have said Justin on. Reed. Okay, bro. I could have said Ross Blacklock for the future because he's going to lead us into the future. All right. You, you're See, supposed to let it build up. You just, you, you just, just ruined named, it for everybody. You just named three guys that. <laughs> Won't be better than 90% of this entire list. It's JJ Watt. It's Justin James Watt from Wisconsin, who now plays in Arizona for the Cardinals because he had to get the hell out of town. But during his time in Houston, gave us three defensive player of the year awards, balled his ass off, two 20 sack seasons. Uh the the I, I, I can keep going, but my goodness, it's JJ Watt. That's, oh that's who's gosh. number one. That's the number one, all, all 2010 team, all decade team. Uh, in the last 20 years, one of the most dominant defensive ends to ever play the, the goddamn sport. It's J.J. Watt. Don't, don't, Titus Howard, don't say that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't disrespect anybody intelligence. Let's just give J.J. Watt his flowers. From the day he was drafted, he got booze. But after that, that very first playoff game against the Cincinnati Bengals, we knew from then, who we had a game changer. I mean, come on now. And if he wouldn't, if he would have never gotten hurt, imagine his legacy. But overall, screw football. What the man did for the city of Houston and surrounding areas for the hurricane, it speaks volumes to who he is as a person. JJ Watt, the greatest Texan ever drafted in franchise history. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook as well. We will continue with Texans draft coverage because, hey, today the Houston Texans finally pick later today with the 67 picked overall. Can't wait to see who they draft and how the rest of the draft will actually shape up for the Houston Texans uh, for day two and day three tomorrow.
And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. As John say, we will be back on Monday talking about the draft, but for up-to-the-minute coverage for your Houston Texans and who they're going to select throughout the weekend, please be sure to follow me on Twitter because in addition to Locked On Texans, I will be covering the Texans draft for USA Today Texans Wire. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.